Welcome back to another episode of the Off Market Operator Podcast. Today, I'm going to explore some things that help me keep me sane, keep me stable, and keep me growing with all the setbacks, failures, things that you naturally face in, in business, and uh, some frameworks that I help you know that get me up on the hard days and keep me rolling, keep me coming to the office, and keep the momentum going, really. So this is a raw and real one, you guys. I hope you get value out of this. I think there's things we all face as business owners that we don't talk about. So let's get right into the show. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Colbert Johnson, and in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things, control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. So this week, I put out a, something on my Instagram story along the lines of, everyone wins more than they lose. Every single person you look up to wins more than they lose. They just don't post it. And I got a lot of DMs from people that were struggling with things that weren't in a good place mentally, whose businesses were suffering. And it never looks like that online. And so this is a show about exactly that, that you, you're always losing more than you're winning. And, you know, Andy Frasilla, who's a big, I guess, public speaker, motivator guy who runs a big business first for him, who's he's the guy that created 75 Hard. He put out a post probably two or three months ago that I've, I've said a few times that really stuck with me, which was 96% of the time in business, you feel like you're failing, right? You're going to bed stressed. You're going to bed anxious. You don't know how you're going to meet payroll. But no matter how big you get, that's the reality of it. I know guys that have 50 to $100 million a year companies, they deal with the same kind of stress and issues. Then 2% of the time, you feel like you might have some idea what you're doing. You're kind of, you're hopeful. You think things are going to go well. You're positive. And then 2% of the time, you're winning. And what you see online is that is that 2%, right? You see the 2% of what people's life is like online, right? You see the car, you see the watch, you see the vacation, um, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes personally, professionally, with partnerships and anything else. And I've dealt with a lot of crazy stuff this year. And I can tell you guys, that's the reality of the situation, right? When I post a win, that win is, is sitting on a mountain of, of L's. It's sitting on a mountain of getting kicked in the nuts, it's sitting on a mountain of bad hires, bad decisions. Nights I go to bed worrying, man, if that deal doesn't close, if X, Y, Z doesn't happen, it can put us in a bad spot, right? And, and, and that's the reality of it is, is there's certain things that every business owner deals with. And, and the one thing that I was told by a mentor of mine who runs a big company is, is you're either in a cash crunch, especially if you're in real estate, you're, you're either in a cash crunch or on your way to your next one. And, you know, if specifically, if you, specifically if you guys are in real estate and listening to this, I focus on sourcing off-market deals, but obviously I have friends that do other things. For example, a friend who builds homes, you know, he pretty much told me like, you know, being in real estate, it's a lot, a lot of times you you see the richest poor people you've ever met, right? Because they're making money, they're doing deals, but they never have anything to show for it because it's always in the next deal. And th there's a lot of stress, anxiety, pressure that comes with any business. But, you know, I think there's extra added with real estate because there's so many macroeconomic things that can impact the business for brokers, for investors. And so it's really important that we talk about these things and that we put it out, how we resolve, how we stay balanced and, you know, things of that nature. And I think the, the guys that I see that are the most balanced, not in the sense of like, work-life balance. I don't really believe in that. Like, I think I'm a guy that I do what needs to get done. Yesterday I was in the office for 10 hours, 12 hours. Like if that, that if things need to get done, I'm going to do them. If videos like this need to get recorded, I'm going to record them. If team members need help, I'm going to help them. At the end of the day, you have to build identity outside of business. And so, so often what happens is entrepreneurs, they tie their whole personal self-worth 
to their net worth, to their business worth, to their last month revenue. And that's a tricky game because the reality is business comes in waves for anyone, no matter how big you get. You have periods where you feel like you're the man and you're on top of the world and you're rich. And you have periods where you feel like you can't make payroll. Then you're rich again. Then you feel poor again. Then you feel stressed again. Then you're happy. It's a constant pendulum. And honestly, the bigger you get, the further the pendulum swings back and forth, right? And, and the reality is that dichotomy is what creates so much inner turmoil for people. So you have to have an identity outside of purely, hey, I'm a I'm an amazing business owner, right? For me, those things are I like to ski, I like to golf, I take golf lessons. I'm at the range three to five times a week. I like to play basketball, I like to lift. Um, I like to I'm big on hot tubs. You'll find me in the hot tub once or twice a day. Dinners, my wife and I go out to eat a lot because that's kind of how we can connect and slow down. And so I'm always finding ways to build identity outside of, you know, just business. And, and it kind of sounds silly, but if I, you know, I'm having a terrible day in business, but I go to the range and I'm hitting the ball really well, you know, that I, I try to categorize wins and more than just revenue or dollars or stress because that's a, it's just a game that you, you'll always lose in the end. You might win for a weekend. You might win after a good deal closes, but in the end, you will always lose because there's always going to be more issues than solutions. That is what business is. And uh, the frame that I come back to a lot is um, I went to Brandon Turner's first ever uh, Maui Mastermind a couple of years ago. And the second, the follow-up with that same group, there was a guy that come and spoke to us named Steve Sims, who owns a company called Blue Fishing. And he's a luxury concierge provider. So, you know, if Elon Musk wants to get married in front of the Pope, they call Steve. If you want tickets to the Super Bowl and you want to meet the quarterback after, you call Steve. That's what they do. They're so connected. That's that's what they built the business around. And he was telling us a story about he, he's gotten to know Elon Musk pretty well and how Elon is more excited after a rocket launch fails than when it when it um, when it succeeds, and I tell my team this all the time, it's because that shows him what he need, what he needs to fix to grow. And man, business is the number one personal development tool you can use because it's going to show you how you need to grow as a leader, as a human. It's going to teach you to deal with stress better. It's going to teach you to deal with relationships better and communication. It's going to teach you emotional regulation and emotional maturity. It's going to teach you so many things that you, you either you know you sink or you swim. You learn it or you burn. And that's the beautiful part, but also the very frustrating part is there's always a plateau. And usually the plateau in business, it's not that the business model doesn't work. It's not that you can't make money. It's not that you suck. It's that you haven't grown into the person you need to be to lead a company to that level. And I've found that to be true, um, right? That's why I always have business coaches and things of that nature. So the second thing I'll hit on with all these ebbs and flows and personal identity, the best thing you can do is get a coach, in my opinion. That doesn't have to be expensive. It can also be an accountability group. For me, I have two business coaches that I work with. And for example, I'm recording this on a Friday today. Today, my Friday afternoon, I wind down. I end my Fridays with, with a check-in with my business coach. I think there's nothing more valuable than that. And it helps me recenter, regather, and make sure someone's holding me accountable to focusing on what I've set out to focus on and accomplishing what I've set out to accomplish. Because the reality is, you guys, like it's so easy to get distracted, chase that shiny object. And that leads me into my next point, which is shiny object syndrome will kill you, right? In more ways than one. Because shiny object syndrome, think about what it is. Normally, that's a comparison thing. And if you're comparing yourself to other businesses, you're probably comparing yourself to other people. And the reality is whatever issue you are facing, you're having problems solving in your current business are going to be the same things you struggle with in your next business. Now, some businesses are more scalable and are worth more than others. But still, whatever business you're in, solve the five. Solve the admin fulfillment, sales, marketing, and leadership. Admin fulfillment, marketing, sales, and leadership before you go to a different business model. Really build that bridge well. Um, because other than that, you're going to be starting a business, getting it to 500 grand or a million. Then you, you go, man, this just can't scale. 
But the reality is you probably just not, are not that good at hiring and building a team. You're probably not that good at building culture. You're probably not that good at holding people accountable. You're probably not that good at marketing, probably not that good at sales, probably not that good at the foundational parts of business, finance, right? Like that people say that math is the language of business. So you move on to the next business and this, oh, this is great. This is awesome. And you get to a 500K, a million, you get stuck there and you go, man, it's just a business model again. I got that dude on Instagram's crushing with that. I got to go to that business model. But the reality is he's probably been in that for five years and he's solved each, each level on the ladder and he's earned um, the skills to lead a big business. And that's what I found to be true. Like the next business model isn't better because it's better. It's better because who's running that is probably better than you at running a business. If I took freaking Jeff Bezos into my real estate company or into my call center business, like he's probably going to turn it into a, a billion dollar company, right? Because that's what he does. He has the skills, he has the experience, he has the resources and leverage to take anything and probably turn it damn near to a billion dollar opportunity. And that's what you have to do. You have to earn the skills. And there's some things you cannot learn in a book. You cannot learn in a podcast. You have to go through it. So the last thing I'll leave you with on this side of the reality and harshness of growing a business is be appreciative of it. If you are paying your bills from your business, you have team members you're providing for, you're providing a massive service for the economy, the world, and you are the definition of capitalism. So keep going. It's hard today. What's hard today won't feel hard a year from now. What's hard a year from now won't feel hard 10 years from now. And all of a sudden you become this person, this leader, this business owner that you can look in the mirror and be very, very proud of. Today's show was real, you guys. It was raw. Um, I hope you got some value out of it. I think there are things we all deal with and if we're being honest with ourselves and more and more of us need to come out and not just share the wins, but share the L's, share the losses and and share what we do to to stay sane, right? Out here in this crazy world of business. So as always, a like, a share, a review means the world. Um, a lot of these ideas I get come from DMs I get um, on, on Instagram or on Twitter or uh, someone calls me or texts me or shares it on their story. I, that really, really, really is helpful and uh, helps keep the show going. I think we're about to cross I think this is the 75th episode I've since we launched in March of 2023. So less than a year in and we're 75 episodes strong. So I'm super excited to see where the next 75 episodes take us. And as always, you guys, like I end every episode with, you are only one deal away.